be too heavy for some of y'all. This just might have to go on my exclusive channel. But the dark ages are coming. I don't know if you can understand what that means. I don't even know if you know what the previous dark ages were or why the historians or your professors and your teachers, why do they call the times before this the dark ages? Why do they tell us that nothing was written during that time? Why are they uh, unable to explain what happened during the dark ages? They claim that they've been to the moon. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. They claim that they've been to the moon, but they can't tell you what happened in a period of time that passed in history. They claim that they got the archives and the missing books but for some reason it's this point in time in history where they just say we don't know what happened we are unaware I remember I took African politics the professor said we don't know what happened in that year nothing was written we just unaware we are we blind they claim that they could they've been to the moon and, and that they they know where the sun is and they have all these uh, they've been to Mars they claim they put a robot on Mars they claim that they've done all these things but they can't just tell you what just happened just a few years ago yesterday Eleven out of the twelve thousand years, black people or melanated people have ruled the world. Um, this is why they keep your history from you. I agree with that. I, I, I don't think they want to know want black folks to know how powerful their cultures are, how deep their spiritual beliefs were. But uh, and I and I think they hold that back from you. But in saying that, if we're going to blame the white man today. He's just a new king, and he's only been the king for about a little over four hundred years. So we've been under white domination for about 400 years. But, but who, who cares who sold the first flag? Who cares who invented peanut butter? Who cares who the first black man was to pee in a white bathroom? That, that's shit to keep you down. That's shit to say, yeah, man, like we overcame this. You ain't you down. That's shit to say, yeah, man, like we overcame this. You ain't overcame that because you used to be the power of this planet. You used to rule this planet. You could do it again. You're 90% of the fucking world population and you're gonna tell me 10% keep you down it's going to be dark oh god help me preach this thing it's going to be black I'm talking about midnight black you know what I'm talking about with no street lights out you ever been in one of them cities you know uh, in the woods I remember when we was at Fort Benning Georgia in the woods in the dark, I'm talking no street lights, right? Y'all just walking through. You can't see. Oh God, you uh, you gotta you gotta uh, close your eyes just to adjust it to the darkness so that you can see. Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be hard for some of y'all. Some of y'all might as well go ahead and turn this off. Some of y'all not gonna be able to receive this one, right? But I'm talking your hands out in front of you, but you ain't touching nothing. It's gonna be burnt black. Oh, so I've been watching certain movies, you know, even going back watching certain movies. But if you watch any heroic movie of all time in America of all time the villain the most horrific thing to happen to the people of that world in that movie is for this dark villain this dark thing to rule I'm talking almost any movie historic movie uh, that's uh, that's about a hero of all time even the movies just with you know about sword fighting and things of that nature, right? Any movie, the action movies, you go, you go check this out and see if I'm lying. The most horrific thing, the biggest, most devastating thing that can happen 
is for this dark man to rule. It's for this dark matter, uh, this dark thing to be in charge. Do you hear what I'm saying? Y'all can't hear me right now. Uh, it's the end of the world if he rules. Uh, he's going to rule with an iron fist if he rule. They will no longer, look, look, look. The people of that age will no longer be in power if this dark man or this villain or this dark thing comes to rule. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's the end of their world. It's the end of this world. If this dark matter, oh, if this dark king, if this dark man rules, the dark ages are coming. Isaiah 14, 2, and the people shall take them and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and handmaids. And they shall take them captive, those whose captives they were, and they shall rule over their oppressors. Who is this talking about? See, I'm just reading these scriptures to prepare you for the inevitable. That's what this, that's what this whole message is about, to prepare you for the inevitable because something is coming. This darkness, uh, something is coming. Every movie, every TV show, to him is prayer preparing you for it. something is coming right but listen to this it says that they're going to rule over a people a people that oppress them they said the people that oppress them they're going to rule over it says that in the in, in the lord's land meaning in that land of israel the people that are going to be there are going to be their handmaids and their servants meaning their employees meaning they're going to be the employers they're going to be the business owners. <clears throat> you don't hear what I'm saying. They're going to be the ones who, uh, the fortune, who own the Fortune 500 companies. They're going to be the politicians. <laughs> They're going to be, you, do you hear what I'm saying? They're going to be the judges. They'll be the rulers. Uh, as it says up in Revelations uh, 20, they will be the rulers and the judges in this land, right? <laughs> they will create the laws in this land. Do you hear what I'm saying? They will create uh, the credit bureaus and the Equifaxes and they will create the society. That's what the Bible was saying. And they said anybody else there, they will rule over, will be their servants and their handmaids will be employees. They will be the rulers though in their country. You better hear me. You better hear me good. But you know, this is what I think is funny about these scriptures, right? It says they shall take them captives whose captives they were and they shall rule over their oppressors. To me, the funny thing about that, right? When you talk to white people, right? About this idea of a black king, right? The idea of a black God, right? When you talk to someone, I shouldn't say all black people, all white people, we talk to some of them. Some of them are afraid, are scared of this idea of a black king. Oh, I'm going somewhere with this right now. Of a black God. That's what I'm trying to explain to y'all. What I was trying to explain to y'all at the beginning in the intro about how in all these movies, the, the most uh, uh, atrocious and the most horrific thing is for this black God to come. This black matter, this black thing, this black man, this black king. That's the worst thing that can happen in all. The, if he rules, that's the worst thing that can happen to them in every movie that they have, which is crazy, right? Right? I'm talking about even from all the way to Planet of the Apes to anything. The worst thing that could happen is for this dark thing to be in charge. Even though they go to every single country on planet Earth, kick the country over and then put a white man in charge. Go to Iraq, kick the country over, put a white guy in charge. Go to uh, Saudi Arabia, anywhere they go and put a white person in charge. So for them the rule isn't a scary thing. For us the rule for them is, oh my God, horrific. It is, uh, it's like the most craziest thing you can ever hear. But this is what's crazy to me. The truth is they're afraid of this. God help me preach this thing. They're afraid of a black king, of a black, just by me saying it, some of them trembling right now. I know I'm not lying. They're afraid of a black king. And, a guy, and you know why you're afraid? You're afraid because 
you're guilty. <clears throat> you don't hear what I'm saying. You're afraid because you feel guilty. You've seen, oh my God, you've seen the oppression, but you've overlooked it. You've seen our, our captivity, but you've ignored it. And now that judgment is knocking at your front door, you are praying that God is one like yourself. Oh God, you are praying that God is one like your pastor who for 400 years overlooked the indiscretions and the mistreatment of the darker peoples in your country and on this planet. Listen to this, Numbers 14 and 18. The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in love, uh, look, in love and devotion, forgiving iniquity and transgression. Wow, that's a loving God, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But look what also it says. Yet he will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. He will visit the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation. God, I thank you. Uh, a just God. See, a just God doesn't let the guilty go unpunished. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. Leo, slavery was 150 years ago. God said he will visit the iniquities on the father uh, uh, the iniquity said to him, so he basically saying i will put the iniquities from your ancestors what they did i will put it among you from the third and the fourth generations y'all better hear him y'all better hear him good especially if you didn't do anything to mend what your fathers did what your ancestors did you didn't do anything to mend from it you just benefited from it you seen the troubles and the indestruction you didn't even speak out about it you act as if it didn't even happen especially if you didn't do anything that's why you feel so guilty and y'all don't hear me right now but I'm preaching right now. The dark ages are coming. Ooh, this is good. Joel 3, starting at 6. Children also of Judah and Jerusalem, ye have sold unto the Grecians. What? Joel 3 and 6. The children also of Judah and Jerusalem, you have sold unto the Grecians. The people living over there in Israel right now are Greeks. Go ahead and look at, go, go go through their ancestral history. See, this is what they want to tell you in Germany. This is why they don't want you looking up 19, what happened in Germany for real, World War II. These, is, these people are Greek. Go look it up. Go look up their history. Go all the way back to their history line. They come back, I guarantee you and them got something to come. I guarantee we get a DNA test. You and them and have a similar DNA. I wouldn't have a similar DNA with them. I can promise you that. So wait a minute. <laughs> so they can't be the people, but we get in that later. But listen to what it says right here. The children also of Judah and Jerusalem, uh, you have sold to the Grecians. Now, who was sold to the Grecians? I'm talking about right now in the last days. See, this is the problem. <laughs> Y'all try to put everything. Oh, yeah, well, you know what? Uh, in 1858, we talk about right now. God is talking about right now in the last days. When he comes back, this is how the world will be when he comes back. The children of Judah and Jerusalem, meaning the children of Israel, all of them were sold to the Grecians, right? Well, okay, let's continue. That they might be removed far from their borders. Oh, wait. So the children of Israel at the last days currently are removed far from their borders. They don't live nowhere near the country Israel. They don't live in that country because they're moved. They were removed far from their borders. This is what the scripture says. A little 12 year old child with basic uh, elementary uh, uh, teaching and un understanding and critical thinking could read this and understand this. But I don't know why when your pastor read it, he want to interpret it to you in all kind of weird, uh, ridiculous ways. But listen to this. Behold, I will raise them out of the place whether you have sold them. Oh, okay. So God going to raise them. And I will return recompense upon your head. See, they don't want that. Oh, they don't want that. See, God is going to raise them out of the place. Right here at the end of the world, God is going to raise them. And listen to what they're going to do. And I will sell your sons and daughters into the hands of the children of Judah. So I'm going to sell your sons now and daughters. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Leo, Leo, slavery was, was 150 years ago. I'm, listen, this is what I'm telling you. Every movie that I've seen 
seen, I'm telling y'all, I've seen so many movies about this dark thing coming. It's coming. The dark ages are coming and you better prepare for it. You better prepare for it. It's predictive programming. You better prepare for them. They know what's coming. I remember being in basic training and this guy literally, uh, this guy was there and he literally wanted to be put in another class. He went to the, the drill sergeants and he told the drill sergeant, this is, we're all young, right? You know, when you go to basic training, most of the time people in basic training, you know, they 17, 18 years old. So they fresh out of high school. So this is a young guy just like me. He goes to the drill sergeants. This is, this is, the drill sergeants are the people that are in charge. He goes to them and tells them, hey, I can't go to basic during this class right here, right? In each, so in basic training, you have certain classes, just like how you go to, um, you know, class of 2003, class of 2004, you have certain classes, right? So let's say I'm class of 2003 or whatever class I am. He says he can't go through the class with me. He goes to the drill sergeant, tell him he can't go through it with me. And they tell him why. He says that I have never seen anything that looked like that. <laughs> right now, some of y'all laughing, right? Because black people, we make fun of each other for being dark skinned, right? But he, he was saying that he had never seen a person as black as me. And it, that it petrified him to see me. He never seen a person in real life. Obviously, he's seen it on TV and on movies. So that should tell you something. Wait a minute. So you never met a black man in your entire life. But the moment you see one, you're petrified and you're scared. Why? Why? Because the movies, right? Because the, 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 the TV shows, the cartoons, everything that you've ever known and seen has portrayed blackness as evil, as bad, as something to be afraid of, as cautious. That's why a black king scares you. Oh, God, help me preach this thing. That's why this black king that's coming, this burnt black Jesus that's coming, scares you, right? Uh, because you say, oh, my God, right? That's why the, the, all the scriptures say that the Gentiles are going to be scared. The wisdom of Solomon said they're going to be scared. So many, we get it out of a minute, we get it out of a minute. But everything black everything black is negative black bald black male black matter dark days everything black is negative so it's no wonder that this guy told the drill sergeant i can't be around him think about that mentality right think about that in colombia it is said that you know the catholic people there the the, the white uh, 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 what do they call non-white hispanics or whatever you want you want to call them right or white hispanics right those hispanics that are catholic they put angels an angel and a devil over the crib of their baby cribs right and they put a white angel up and they put a black devil even the devil is portrayed as black y'all don't hear what i'm saying Y'all don't hear what I'm saying to you. It is finna get real and it is finna get real soon. So they paint everything black as terrible and as horrific. But the dark ages, oh my God, the dark ages, the dark ages are coming. When I was a kid, real small kid, I always had a strong faith in God and, and in Christ. And when I was a small kid, I'm talking elementary school, maybe about you know, when I was eight years old, 10, anywhere between nine and 10 years old, I always believed when I would go to church and I would hear the pastor preaching and stuff, I always believed that the struggle of black people parallel those of the Israelites in the Bible, but I just couldn't prove it scripturally. So I was comfortable with the fact that we were Gentiles. At least that's what they told us. We were Gentiles. I was comfortable with that. We were already at the bottom of society. I lived in Oakland, California. So I look around our neighborhood. We were already at the bottom of society. So it made sense to me back then. Hey, God is white. 
black people are the Gentiles, and we'd be lucky if we got grafted in. Grafted in. We, it'd be a blessing if we got grafted in. This is what I truly believed as a kid. If you look around our communities of America, look around our communities in Britain, in France, you would say, okay, these are the lowliest people on the planet. We uh, uh, broke broken down, killing each other, twerking, look at the, uh, our worth is n nothing of worth, right? They tell you that God is white, so you would think, oh, God is prestigious, he's strong, right? He's for the He's for the people that's in charge. He's for the people that's doing well. Not for the people that's poor. <laughs> not for the meek. <laughs> not for the weak. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I don't even got time to get into that, right? But he's for, he's for the people in those positions, right? So that's what I believe. And I'm telling y'all my whole life, I was okay with it. I, I, I had no problem if that's what it was. But if you now you flip it to the other side, they have a true, a huge problem. You know, oh, God, black. Oh, wait a minute. Right? They can't accept that. Not at all. Not at all. And that's why they said that many gonna fall away from the faith in the end. Oh, this is what I want to get into. So I used to be scared of God, right? This white God. I, I, I was scared of, I was petrified of this white God because, I mean, I, I, let me keep it real with y'all. I was petrified of this white God. I was thankful and grateful and just saying, hey, I just, you know, we'll be lucky if we get in, right? To this eternal life and get into this heaven. But I was truly petrified of this white God and of this white Jesus. I was scared of Jesus. I'm not playing, right? I'm serious. This is why. Because you got to understand, I had a faith since I was young. So I've always been reading the Bible since I was young. And let me tell you something about Christ that's about to blow many of y'all mind. During his entire ministry, his whole ministry, he never mentions the Gentiles in a favorable way. Oh, this is going to get, this is going to get hard for some of y'all. Jesus the Christ, the person with whom the entire Christian faith is literally based off of, the Gentile faith is literally modeled after while he lived, while he was alive in his own words. He never mentioned the Gentiles in a favorable way. So this is me now back when I'm a kid reading all this through the scripture. I remember when I got into basic training, I still didn't know who he was. I'm reading the scriptures and reading. I'm like, man, in New Testament, like, man, I can't get one good thing out of Christ. Then, you know, John and I mean, uh, Paul and Peter and all them eventually start saying good things about the Gentile. But I'm talking about Jesus Christ in the flesh. It ain't just one thing for Paul to say it. It's another thing for uh, Yeshua to say it itself. Right? That, that's different, right? Remember when the guy said uh, when they was making a, a, a shrine of uh, Isaiah and Moses? He said, no, no, to him only. Right? So it's one thing for the king of kings and lords and lords to say it. He never said anything positive about the Gentiles ever. The only interaction where he had a chance to clear it up, he could have cleared it up for us all, was that he came across, he could have said that he came to save the whole world. Right? The only interaction he, he had, look what he said, Matthew 15 and 24. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He didn't say that he was sent to everyone. This is Christ himself. He didn't say that he came to die for everyone's sins, you know, for the sins of the world. He didn't say that, and he had the ability to say that. Oh, God, this is going to get ugly right now. Some of y'all not about to be able to uh, receive this, right? Some, some, some of y'all not about to receive this truth because all I'm speaking is the God. Look, all you got to do is just put the scripture up where he's talking about, oh, yeah, I love the Gentiles. That's all you got to do is put it up with Christ himself saying it. But there's no time for him saying this, right? I'm talking about when he was alive, right? Listen to this. Let me continue on. In that same verse, he goes on to call this woman a dog, a female dog. So this is like, <laughs> I don't know. 
how this Jesus, right, this God, right, um, this, 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 you know, this gentle, kind God that they portray him as to be, right, why would he call her not only a dog, but she a female dog, right? Let's just keep it real. This doesn't sound like the all-loving, blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jesus that they painted on the walls. When you, now that you have your critical thinking skills and now that you can think for yourself, and you say, okay, he called her a dog. This doesn't sound like that Jesus to you, but this sounds now like the burnt bronze black Jesus, right? He got some conviction to him. He got a reason to be upset, right? Do you get what I'm saying? No, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Revelations 1 and 14, uh, his head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as flame of fire, and his feet unto like unto fine brass, as if it was burned in a, a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. This sounds like a Jesus whose people were living under depression under the Romans. Do you hear what I'm saying? This Jesus calling somebody a dog saying, hey, I'm giving you the, why would I get a, why would I give you their, their portion? Right, why, because why would he be defensive about it? Right, this sounds like the like a Jesus whose people were living under the oppression of the Romans, of the Americans, of the Britons, of the free. You don't hear what I'm saying. This sounds like a Jesus whose people, when they stood before the courts, didn't get the same justice as the Romans. Y'all, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. As the Americans, this sounds like the a Jesus with some conviction, a Jesus that was somewhat pissed off that the Americans or that the Gentiles would even have the nerve to ask him for something that was reserved for nothing, another people, something that was reserved. For for a poor people, oh God, a poor people, <laughs> and the poor will be made rich. Something that was was reserved for a weak people, and the weak <laughs> and the weak will be made strong. We're talking weak militarily. We're talking weak militarily. Matthew 15, 24. Let's give you the whole thing. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshiped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, listen to this, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman of great faith, be it unto you that thou will. And her daughter was made whole that very hour. But did you hear what he said? He said that it is not, it is not meat. It is not a good thing to take the children's bread, the children of God. So don't wait a minute. So he's clarifying who God's children is right there. Cause it ain't, he said it ain't right for me to take God's children, the children's bread and then cast it to the dog. So he said, there's the children and everybody else is dogs. This is what Christ is saying out of his own mouth. I didn't say this. He said it. The dark ages are coming. Mm -mm -mm. The dark ages are coming. Yes, they coming. Oh Lord. Genesis 22, 17. I will surely bless you. And make your descendants, listen to this, as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. Listen to this. And let's listen to this. And through your offspring, all nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. And through your offspring, one of the other versions says, and through your offspring, all the peoples of the earth will be blessed because you obeyed me. I want to try to hear that because it says through your offspring. <clears throat> through your people 
who are like uh, the sands of the seashore, who are as numerous as the scar stars in the sky. Through your people, the world will be blessed. When it's saying blessed, it's saying that the world will gain eternal life. The world will, will be able to gain this supernatural eternal life. The world will be able to live in peace and prosperity for all, not just for some, but for all, because you, <laughs> listen, because you obeyed me, but only through your offspring. The world can't be blessed if we are not blessed. You better hear me. You better hear me good. The world can't be blessed if we are not blessed first. That's why he said only through your offspring the world will be made blessed. So that's why the whole world should be looking for these real Israelites, these true Israelites. Because if the people are over there who they say they are, then we all should be blessed. But the world shouldn't be, so you shouldn't be afraid of this dark age that's coming. But you're afraid because you're guilty of the atrocities because you've seen... You've seen the burden and the oppression that God's true people have been under and you've turned a blind eye to it. That's why you're afraid of the dark ages, but you shouldn't be afraid of it because what's actually coming is peace and prosperity for all. But yes, judgment is coming to those who oppressed us, who oppressed our people, who, who, who took us captive, who said nothing about it. Remember, you're just as guilty as the other one. If, if you turn a blind eye to it, look, that's just like um, um, if you uh, if you go with somebody and they murder somebody and you don't say nothing. Do you go to jail as well? Yeah, you do. As, as a co-conspirator, right? Because you didn't say nothing about it, right? So you was involved in it. So that's the same thing that's happening to many of y'all. Y'all ain't said nothing for 400 years. Can't turn a blind eye. Act like it didn't happen. Oh yeah, no, they're good. Everybody pick yourself up by your own bootstraps. Remember, I was one of those people as well. I thought I was, I said, we might be all right. I think we good. And then I started digging in deeper. I said, wait a minute. Well, if I look at some of these numbers, I said, wait a minute, these numbers ain't adding up, right? On average, it's not adding up, right? Let's, let's, let's get out of here. Let me let y'all get out of here. Uh, Romans 8 19 for the whole creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed another version of it says this Romans 8 19 the New Living Translation listen to what it said for all creation is waiting eagerly for the future day when God will reveal who his children really are wait a minute I thought we already knew who God's true. I thought they living over there in the land. I thought we knew who his children really are. So why is Romans saying that one day that we're going to know who they really are? Okay, so anyways, Hosea 1 and 10. This is the last one for y'all. Here y'all go right here. For all of y'all who doubt that we are God's chosen people, this is your scripture right here. Yet the number of the Israelites will be like the sand of the sea, right? Which ain't no other people on the earth like that right now but us, which cannot be measured or counted. And it will happen that in the very place where it was said to you, where it was said to them, you are not my people. Oh God, they will be called sons of the living God. I hope y'all heard that and heard that good. The dark ages are coming. The dark ages are coming. Jesus said that the truth shall set you free. This was nothing but the absolute truth. All of the movies, I love watching American movies, American heroic movies and superhero movies and things of that nature. It's always so much predictive programming in all of them. All of the TV shows, everything that's negative is black, it's dark. That thing is, uh, for, that, for that thing to rule, for that dark man to come rule, is the most, is the worst thing that ever happened to the world to them, to their world. So, you, so in the movie, you're living, you're supposed to be with the good guys, you're living in that world. So if this new thing comes and rule, then that's terrible to them. Right, they don't want that to happen. He's gonna be a bad person, right? No one knows what he's gonna do. They just tell you, ah, oh, it's gonna be terrible when he comes, right? But I'm telling you, it's not gonna be terrible when he comes. 
Oh God, it's not going to be terrible when it comes, right? It's going to be terrible for those who deserve the judgment that they're about to receive. It's going to be terrible for them. But for us who believe, who us that have put our trust and faith in Christ, we're going to be all right. The whole world's going to be blessed through our, uh, through our offspring, right? Oh God, the dark ages are coming. The dark ages are coming. Leo, look, look at Leo trying to soften the blow for him. <laughs> the dark ages are coming. Thank you. Thank you, Christ. Thank you, Yeshua. Oh, we bless your high holy name. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your understanding. This is in uh, Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Talk to y'all soon. Shalom. If you haven't already, please go subscribe to my exclusive channel at ministries.leodunson.com. There you will receive early access to videos like this. You will also receive exclusive content, unreleased content. Uh, videos of me saying things that I can't say on the normal social media sites and also very soon you will receive access to live events and also live videos thank you guys for listening again I truly appreciate it this is uh this was a this was a good one God put this one on my heart I said I you know listen I ain't gonna lie to y'all I was I ran away from it a little bit I said I don't know if they ready for this but I decided to be obedient and deliver his word the way he told me to all right talk to you soon shalom